0: Marketing Espresso, making marketing as enjoyable, energizing and digestible as your morning coffee. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Marketing Espresso. It's my last solo episode for the year. So I have one small request for you. And that is to leave me a review or a rating or tell a friend if you have not done that this year. That is the biggest gift you could give me over this Christmas holiday period where I'm taking a break from the podcast because as you guys know, I deliver a lot of content throughout the year. So just taking this little break to revitalize myself, but also bring you some extra awesome content for next year and really refresh how Marketing Espresso is. And if you have any suggestions on topics that you would like me to talk on in the new year, be sure to let me know. As always, your feedback is so important to me. It genuinely is when you reach out to me and you say hi and tell me that you listen, because I know there's a lot of you that listen, but I don't know who half of you are or how you found me or how you find the podcast and whether you love it. So that's my request for this last episode of 2023 of me just chatting to you guys. I'm a little (laughs) jet-lagged. Full disclosure, I stepped off a plane yesterday morning at 6.06am, the exact time 10 minutes early. I don't think that ever happens at Sydney Airport. But anyway, 10 minutes early. Beautiful Qantas uh, A380 flight. So yes, I tried yesterday not to nap, but I had a nap when I got to my mum's and saw Toby for the first time in two weeks. We've never been apart for that long, so it was a pretty big deal. And I had a little nap yesterday morning because I literally could not keep my eyes open. I was exhausted. I'm pretty exhausted right now, if I'm honest, but I'm also pretty fired up to record this episode and I wanted to record it fresh off the back of a holiday before I get into the shit that is the day-to-day, right? And I wanted to just do a bit of a reflections episode of the year that's been and the reality of how business has been for me, the reality of the things I've seen for my clients. And look, we're going to talk about the wins and the negatives because there's been both. Like, I think I was having this conversation with myself last night. I think every year there's a flip side. Like every year we can focus on the shit that happens in the hard days and the hard stuff. Or we can flip it and think about the little wins that we had in the hard stuff or the wins that we just had in general. And it's really our choices as to how we see the year. And before my two-week vacay, I was in a pretty dark place, if I'm completely honest. Most of you, if you know me well and you follow me on socials, you would actually know that I definitely have struggled with mental health in the past. It's something that, like genetically, I'm actually, <laughs> it's in my genes. <laughs> so it's something that, it's an ongoing struggle for me and it's something I'm very vocal about because... I love the expression, and it's something that came up for me while I was on retreat overseas. Sometimes you have to be the louder voice in the room because the quieter people aren't going to talk. And sometimes you have to be that person that's, hey, I'm willing to be vulnerable and I'm willing to maybe potentially – do what you guys can, someone might consider oversharing because someone else can't share and, but they need to be seen and they need to be heard and they need to feel like someone else in the room struggles like them. And that's what I I try to do in all of my life. And I didn't even realize I was really aware and doing it until I went on this retreat and had to reflect on the things that I love about myself and the things that I really want to continue to work on in 2024. And I can promise you that I am going to be the loud voice for the quiet and continue to do it. I'm not going to do it any more than I already do, but I'm definitely, not afraid to be vulnerable for you guys. I'm not afraid to give you the reality of how my business is and how my life is. And there's a lot of stuff I'm still working on in the background day to day, but there's a lot of things I do get right. There's a lot of things I'm super proud of. There's the the shadows and the light in every situation. And I think this year for a lot of people, it's felt like there was a lot of shadows. We've had so many interest rate rises and whether the RBA wants to believe it or not, it has grossly affected business. It has grossly affected people personally. I don't really know many people that aren't in a little bit of mortgage shock right now or struggling a bit. Like I know some people and they're the people that have a bit of old money or they got into the market years, years and years ago, but people that are trying to make something of themselves now in this city, especially in Sydney and in the country, I think it's really challenging. And I think we have a really big crisis on our hands for the future of housing and things like that. And I know that's really negative and I know I've gone there, but I I really do hope that our government actually steps in and starts doing something about the crisis that we're facing as a nation right now. And I think to not talk about it would be a shame. Because I think we actually need to talk about these things that we're facing as a country. And the fact that Sydney, I believe, has been named the most expensive Sydney to, city to live in the world, which is just outrageous because I wouldn't suggest we have the highest wages. But yeah, I wanted to obviously bring that to light, but that's not where I want to focus. I think it has definitely affected, it's definitely affected the economy and it's affected business. And if you look at the stats around businesses that closed, it's bloody scary. But- In that, the economy and the world has cycles, and I truly believe that. And I think I've I've banged on about it a lot this year, but I want to bang on about it again. It's people's appetite for risk. And I think, obviously, if you have a product-based business and you've had to buy inventory, this is not relevant to you. So I really want to highlight that. But for service based businesses, our situation this year has been very different. The reality is, proposals are taking a lot longer to get over the line, is what I've noticed with myself and clients. People are less hesitant to just give you the yes. Budgets are a bit tighter. There's a tightening. We've seen a lot of people made redundant. We've seen businesses at the top making cost cutting effective measures. But this is a period. And I think if we go, this is too hard, I, I don't want this inconsistent income, I'm feeling nervous, I'm not coping. That's when you go, all right, is being an entrepreneur, is being in business the right step for me anymore? And I had this conversation literally just before I jumped onto recording this and it's like, what is your appetite for risk? Because I think the businesses that succeed really well through economic downturn and hardships, they're the people that have the appetite for risk. They're the people that have the appetite to dig their heels in a little deeper, maybe hold a bit more debt than someone else, not suggesting that everyone should get into debt. But I'm not really having many conversations with people right now that don't owe the ATO something or don't owe something on their credit card that they're not proud of. And I think we have this real belief in Australia. And I know that I was brought up with this belief that debt is bad. And yes, there is good debt and bad debt. And credit card debt is definitely something that none of us want to find our way there. And same with the ATO debt. And I try to follow profit first. so hugely try to avoid these things. But I think in downturns where things are taking longer, sometimes we have to take on a bit more debt than we would have at other times been comfortable with. And obviously it's about, well, what's your comfort and what's your appetite for risk and what's the reward going to be? Obviously you don't take on this debt if you don't see the debt being cleared in the long term and you, you don't have the pipeline. Or, But it's also about, well, what's the debt that you've accumulated? Is it shit that you didn't need? Is it like new setups for your office that you could have waited until you'd actually gotten the money in your business? Or is it things to grow the business? And is it the marketing course and how to do it yourself that you needed to do because you weren't marketing your business? What was... what? other things that you've invested in this year that are going to still keep you moving forward. And I think it's been really nice for me, obviously, being on the marketing side of things, seeing businesses and a lot of businesses investing in themselves. I think we had a real, for me personally, there was breaks on at the start of the year for most of my clients and for most of the people that I would normally work with. And I got a lot of no's and a lot of people questioning the value. No, not even questioning the value, actually. They didn't ever question the value. They just questioned the cost of something. And my, I wasn't dropping my I'm not doing that. I flat out refuse to. I know what I'm worth and I know what I can deliver for a business. So I think this holding steady and accepting the no has been a real lesson for me this year. But when I have accepted the no and gone, if you're going to haggle on price with me anyway, I actually don't want to do the work because I know the work that I can deliver. So as businesses in these economies, it's where are you spending your money and how is that going to help you generate money? People might've thought, well, why would you go on a retreat to India, Beck when You know, the economy has been tight this year. My mortgage has gone up fucking $300 a week, folks. It has been a painful year for me, (laughs) finance-wise, because it's me, myself and I. And I'm always very open about that. I don't have a secondary income. I don't have help from parents. I don't have someone's supporting me in that regard, I'm making it on my own and I'm really fucking proud of that. To be honest, I'm making it work. And people would probably say, why would you spend money going on a retreat to India? Why wouldn't you give yourself a pay rise? Or, But these little things that I do along the way that aren't huge investments in myself, actually, when you account it against what I earn and against what I generate in my business, but actually spending this money on myself and on how to master a new craft in my business or on how to master myself in my business. So I'm leading from the place that's the best place I can be leading from. I didn't actually take enough holidays this year. One of the big reflections for me is I need more breaks. I need to really, even if I don't believe in a staycation, sorry, everyone that's like, oh, just hang around your house. No, no, nah, I can't do that. I live in a three bedroom apartment. If I hang around my house, I tell you what, there's fuck all to do. I'm going to end up working. <laughs> because I like my job. Like I've had a lot of realizations this year that I love what I do and I find it incredibly rewarding. But there has definitely been an element this year of something that's missing in my life and it has been adventure, but it's also been this give back piece. The few years prior, I obviously, finances were a lot looser. I was doing really well in the business. I had a bit less profit in the business because I had a lot more help. But this year I've shifted that, the profit's gone up, but the my actual income has It was a quieter year because of the way that I changed my business last year. Once again, very open about that. I cut my revenue because I didn't enjoy the work I was doing. Now that I love the work that I'm doing, the profit is up, but it's still not to the place where I have capacity to give back in the same way that I was when I started my business. And give back can be money or time, but obviously in order for you to be able to give back, you need both money and time. And that's something for 2024 I really want to look at is... How can I give back more? And what is the cause that I care most about? Because I've been missing that. And I've been, I care about a lot of shit. <laughs> and I'm very vocal that I care about a lot of things. But the problem for me is it's, I find it hard to channel into one. And I really idolize and admire people that pick their cause and go hard for it. This year, I was blessed enough to meet a woman who's doing the highest marathon in the world on Everest. The slopes of Everest, like base camp. And there's trails that you run around there that makes up your 42Ks. She was fascinating to me. And one of the things, not only do I just find it incredible that she's doing this, but she's picked her cause and she does so much work for the Lions group. I didn't know much about it, but then having spoken to her and and gotten to know her a bit better, I just love that she's chosen this cause and she's going hard for it. And I think in 2024, that's something I really want to do. All the things that I do, well, what am I raising money for? What am What am I? Is it money, or what am I raising awareness about? What am I? I did a marathon this year, and I, I just did it for the sake of doing it. And there was a real missed opportunity there. And I could have linked it into an educational piece about not using plastic or something that I care so deeply passionate about. So I am on this journey to discover what that is for me. If anyone has gone on that journey themselves and they have any tips about how to really uncover the thing that you care most about, like most passionate, because I'm passionate about a lot of stuff, for me, I think it's going to come down to environment or animals because they're probably the two things I, I care a lot about people. But, yeah, I just have a, a real passion. I get really worked up about the environment and animals. I get really worked up about it a lot, actually. Injustice. I just fucking hate injustice. <laughs> Yeah. So that's something for me that's that I'm going to be working on in 2024 because that's been missing from my life. And as I said, there's been a lot of light and shade this year. There's been the stuff that's really sucked and it's mostly, the suck camp has mostly involved the lack of holidays and the financial struggles that I've felt because I've just every single month been, hey, your mortgage is going to go up another 50 bucks. Hey, your mortgage is going to go up another 50 bucks. Hey, your mortgage is, and it's, it's really hard to then turn around and I've had to obviously have pricing chats with customers. I haven't moved my pricing since I started this year. I had to really grow up in my business. And I think I say that every year because I think every single year I hope to continue to grow up in my business. I hope at the episode this time next year when I'm recording it, I say to you guys again, I grew up in my business this year. That's the one thing that we should never be is stagnant in our business and not growing personally and professionally. And that's something I love the personal and professional development that I get. I love the fact that I invest in myself in this way. Obviously, personally, this year, I had a hard year. I had a bit of loss again that I haven't spoken about, but I also had a lot of gains. Like I, I did a marathon, which was huge. I had a really shit half marathon that I ran before that, that I thought my every single time I have a shit run, I convince myself that my running days are over and then somehow I sign up for another run. I did a triathlon with cleats this year. I think learning to use cleats, if you don't know what cleats are, it's when you clip into the bike. I My biking days are over. You heard it here first. I probably won't do another triathlon. I had this idea of doing a half Ironman or an Ironman and then I've been toying back and forth with the idea. and I thought, I don't want to do the training and I also don't care enough. I don't care enough about it. It's not something I'm deeply passionate about and really figuring this out for myself about what it is that I'm deeply passionate about and what it is that when I cross the finish line, it'll mean a lot to me. My marathon meant a lot to me. Crossing that finish line, those last five Ks, it meant a lot to me. Give yourself 10 weeks to train for one. That's dumb. And it's something that I'm immensely proud of. And it's something that maybe I'll do another, maybe in 2024. We'll see. I also put it out to the world this year that I wanted to find love. That has not yet happened, folks. Maybe it will happen between the 27th to the, when you guys are listening to this in, on the 7th. So I've got, what, 10 days. That did not, has not happened for me yet. We're going to use that little word yet. There is still hope. There is still a month left in this year and anything can happen in a month. I genuinely believe that. But mostly I'm just in a better place than before I went on a holiday. The holiday was really exhilarating eye-opening and I met a lot of really wonderful people. It was exactly what I needed. It's hard being back. I had a really come to light moment in Singapore. I had a few. I was on my own after having spent nine wonderful days with some pretty awesome humans and forming some pretty close connections that I know I'm going to have for life. God, I miss them. They were so much fun. Yeah. (laughs) I hope they're all listening to this because I told them I have to start listening to the uh, potty. But yeah, I it was a wonderful time together. And then five days on my own in Singapore, I had a lot of time to really reflect and think about what had happened on retreat, what I'd learned about myself, the input of others, like is in the, the conversations that we'd had. And yeah, I had this really come to light moment in Singapore that I wasn't happy about what I was coming back to. I was actually at the aquarium. <laughs> Watching sharks swim around a tank and I felt so incredibly overwhelmed, overwhelmingly sorry for animals behind tanks or in the zoo or, and I know that there's a lot of conservation that happens in them, but for, for whatever reason, I'm like, they're born into this environment where they can't change it. They're stuck. They're genuinely stuck. I am not stuck. I have this moment of, well, what am I going to change? What do I need to change? So yeah, that's something I'll be working on as well. So you heard that here first. But it has been a really good year in business as well, as much as it's been challenging financially for me personally, probably more than professionally, if we're honest. It's been a really great year. I've gotten some really fantastic new clients. I've done a few speaking gigs. I've been on a lot of podcasts. I've had a lot of big wins in my career this year and a lot of big wins in the right direction as to what it is that I want to be doing and where I see myself headed in 2024. So I am kicking goals in that regard. I've said no to a lot of things that weren't right for me as well. And I think that's always a huge win. And I think that's probably one of my key takeaways for anyone listening. If you're in a place where it all just feels a bit hard, which we've all been there, I think it's about that tenacity and the persistence and not... it's not even about not giving up on yourself and not believing in yourself or any of that crap. It's actually just about, okay, what's your plan? Because you can't just be like, I'm going to manifest this amount of money and not do anything. I think I have had a lot of rants about that this year and, and how bullshit I hate this word manifest, to be honest. And I think the concept behind it is people just think shit lands in your lap. That's not how the world works. We actually have to have plans in place to get places. We have to have goals set so that we know where we're headed and where we're crafting our energy. I woke up this morning, my first day back at work after two weeks, and I was like, what is going to change? What activity do I have to do today in order to move the needle in here? Because these are the goals that I set at the retreat. This is what I've promised myself I will be. Reading a letter back to myself in 2024 that says these things. If they're the things that I know are going to move the needle for me, pardon the shit expression, what is the activities I have to do to get there? And that, my friends, is how we actually manifest the life that we want. Just simply by setting a goal and taking the right action and not getting distracted by the shit. So I think that's been my key takeaway for this year. And although I'm still working through a lot of things personally, actually professionally, I'm in a really great place, but personally, I'm working through a lot of really big things, big changes and and big realizations about who I am and, and what it is that I'm spending my time on and, and where I am at. I think that's my key for anyone that's feeling like they're going into 2024, feeling a little bit lost like I have been, or they're feeling a little bit flat about the economy or any of the shit that's going on externally, we've got wars, we've got, it's been a fucking tough year, but find the wins because in every single tough year, you have wins. They're there. Write them out, right? Make sure you take some time to really reflect on what you're proud of and what you've achieved because I guarantee you there's things there. I've been in the place earlier this year where I've achieved nothing this year. That's bullshit. I ran a fucking marathon in 31 degree heat when no one had trained in that because it was winter when we were all training and I did it in 10 weeks. Huge win. I I generated a lot of business for my business this year after completely only twelve months beforehand, not even flipping the entire lid on it. So that's a huge win. I think we get really stuck in the the shit. Because where our brains are literally focus, they're literally designed to focus on the negative to keep us alive. And we need to remember that at all times. So taking the time to find the wins, write them down, put them in front of yourself, reflect, do the reflection stuff, like stop for a second and reflect on the good. And then stop and reflect on where you want to be in 12 months time and the actual activity you have to do to get there. And that's probably my biggest takeaway and the thing that I have to need to remind myself to do as well. Because we can get so focused in the doing and also finding really great connections. And really, one of the things that came out of the retreat for me was the fact that I know a lot of really awesome people. I really do. I have an amazing network, but I don't spend enough time reaching out to people. And I, I actually make jokes about it. And I know like, it's actually a bit shit. If you don't nurture friendships and you don't nurture connections, how can you expect them to put up with your crap? How can you expect them to nurture you back? that's going to be a big focus for me in 2024 too. So if you hear from me more, sorry. And if you don't, and you want to be more in my world, make sure you spend the time to nurture me as well. And build something with the people that you want to build something with. So that's been my other real reflection and insight into who I am and who I am in business and just who I am personally as well. Yeah, so it has been a big year. It's been a great year. It's been a bad year. It's been all of the things. And I think every single year, as I said, you can find there is bad and good in every single year. You're not going to have a year where you don't hit some speed bumps, but I think it's about how you manage the speed bumps when you hit them. And also it's about how you spend the time really being proud of yourself when you need to be, and also spend the time reflecting on the stuff that you do well, because it's so easy to get trapped in the stuff that we don't. I'm 24 minutes in. You guys know I like to keep these short, so I'm going to wrap it all up. I'm excited for 2024. I've come back feeling a lot more rejuvenated and ready. I was smiling at my desk this morning, excited to get into the day and excited to do the work that I do. Um, and I think that in itself is the biggest gift that I have landed this year is actually being really happy in the work that I do and really feeling like I I have the impact I want to have professionally. Personally, I still have a lot of stuff that I want to work on so that I have the impact I have there as well. And also so that I can create opportunities for myself and, and others. But yeah, loving my job has been a huge win. So this year. It's the first year that Mondays are just exciting. And I always pray for an extra day of work during the week. And the world, the word workholic gets thrown around a lot when people think of me and talk about me, but I'm going to call it passionate. I am incredibly passionate about the work that I do. And I'm passionate about the people I get to work with. And if you are one of them, thank you. And I just want to acknowledge and thank you all for listening to the podcast this year. And I want to acknowledge and thank anyone that's shared this podcast with a friend It is, this podcast genuinely, I say it, I think almost every episode, it lights me up. It is an absolute gift to be able to produce it. It's a gift to, I'm not producing it. So that's my other thank you is to Leah, who produces this wonderful podcast for me behind the scenes. She is the brains behind it in terms of getting it to social media, getting it out there. Those awesome snippets that you see on my Insta and my LinkedIn, that is all Leah. I cannot take any credit for that. She is phenomenal. But the recording of it obviously takes my time, the finding the guests the locking in the episodes, it all takes time and energy. But I got to say it has genuinely this year seeing it grow. And I hope next year that it doubles again or triples or fuck. I hope we get a sponsor next year. Let's put into the world. It would be amazing for that to happen. And it would be amazing to continue to see this grow. It is a creative outlet for me that I'm absolutely super deeply passionate about so thank you for listening thank you for supporting me I truly hope that you take the opportunity to say hi to me if you haven't yet and introduce yourself and also the fact that you take the time to review it take the time to rate it but take the time to tell a friend but also take the time to tell me something you want me to talk about if there's something you're worrying about in your marketing that's the whole purpose of this channel to get access to my brain for free utilize it Thank you again. Have a wonderful Christmas break. I know I will. It seems a bit crazy going on a break after I've just been on a break, but my god, do I need it. I'm so ready to put my laptop away and not look at it once. I came back to fuck all emails this morning. I a well, lot there was 500 or so, but they're all spam, pretty much. Over 10% of them, no, over 90% of them, sorry, were spam. And I gotta say that's because I've crafted a business where I can take two weeks off and not have to stress and worry about what's going on. And that's something I can talk about more in episodes next year, how I do that. But I think it's a gift to be able to do that. And it's something that I hope you do for your business is create something that's that sustainable. You can just enjoy time off and not have to worry about checking your emails and things like that. So have a great Chrissy period. I hope that you can relax and switch off. I'll be back in 2024. Hi, Beck here, just dropping in to say that if you are struggling with your marketing planning, I have got the solution just for you. I have recently launched my marketing planner to the world and I am offering it to you at a 5% discount for listening to the potty. You can see what's in the planner and how it's going to change your life simply by visiting my website, beckchapel.com.au and heading to the resources section. When you're ready to check out, chuck in Potty VIP and you'll get your 5% discount. Thanks for listening and I hope that it changes your life.